In their arrogance, the people across the water called it the New World. We called it our world. It is a land unspoiled by white man's sickness and by white man's greed. Welcome to the United Tribes. You won't be staying long. to tell us what happened last time. Paul. Oh, I know I can follow Is your Paul a Well, maybe since uh, all of you guys are kind of doing individual things right now, we could just go around the table and each of you could talk about what you're doing. That seems ah. fair. Okay, so let's start with Paul. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, in the United Tribes universe, I am still Betty Bogdanovich, but she is no longer here to trigger she is actually a courier for Joseph Reck, who is a wealthy importer-exporter um, of technology and, um, unbeknownst to many, um, is also a member of the resistance against the Nazis over in Europe. She uh, has gone on a mission for him to meet with a gentleman who has given her a bomb to place at the festivities this evening that will distract, uh, cause a distraction and allow him to uh, or him and his people to gather some valuable information uh, regarding the German Baron, uh, the German the German Baron Fenris um, that the the resistance can use. And so she has the bomb um, under her dress. It is a, a small, you know, just a slightly t- uh, bigger than a uh, pack of cards bomb uh, placed on her person. And she is uh, attending the event this evening with Joseph Reck. And uh, Duke Eris. I'm sorry, that's Duke Eris Ahatar. Right, right. We must get that pronunciation correct. Oh, in there. Right. So, Duke Eris is, uh, is here in... Hang on. Is here in Sipawea to uh, be betrothed to Ayana Ironclaw, daughter of Patrick Ironclaw. Um, he has uh, he has just met up with um, Baron Fenris as he has arrived in the city as well, and expressed his somewhat uh, reluctance at meeting him and his dislike of the Axis powers. So you know, you're going to be you're going to be uh, betrothed this evening at the formal dinner, right? Yes, correct. And, and uh, you know the 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 nuptials are scheduled to happen shortly thereafter. It's going to happen this week. All right. So I mean, uh, you know, going to be a married man. Uh, I, I assume we'll be role playing the bachelor party. I was hoping we'd be role playing the honeymoon, but okay. <laughs> I don't see why we can't do both. <laughs> Uh, all I got to say is the Japanese have nothing on the Aquians when it comes to tentacles. Oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> he had to go there, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Carl Riley, what's going on with you? I am struggling with a hacker who's been breaking into uh, to Ravenclaw Industries. And uh, Let me correct you, it's Ironclaw. Our Ironclaw Industries. And uh, Tim's character has offered to help assist us with our... T- technology approach by adding in magic so i've spent the the day getting everything set up and uh, found out everything's going to be ready tonight right about the time of the big dinner so i've got myself an inv- invitation over to the event so i can uh, try to pull them off into a separate room and get the magic part of this implemented i've uh, i've told them that i want to know I want the address immediately when they track down the address of the person. 
because my intention is to uh, to slip into costume and get over there at super speed before they have a chance to move. Now, uh, what happens if this doesn't quite work out for you? What happens if uh, you know the the you know counter hacking suite and the sorcery doesn't work out? What happens if this is a great big huge failure? Uh, things are not looking so good for my job if this is a great big huge failure. Are you a little stressed? Oh, I'm incredibly stressed. Poor guy. It's the work is hard. All right. Anything else from Carl? Nope. He uh, he called and apologized to his fiance that he won't be uh, he won't be home for dinner tonight. That explained it's a work thing and uh, that he'll be you know what he's doing. Very good. And uh, he offered to try to get her an invitation to the dinner, but <laughs> she's like, no, that's going to be too stressful for you, and neither it won't be fun for either one of us. Alrighty, uh, Joseph. Yes. Tell me what's going on with you. Well, Joseph was working at a, you know, his, his kind of day laborer job down at the docks, you know, working his forklift when he was approached by an interesting character who uh, handed him discreetly slipped him a phone number. Um, during his lunch break, he called it and was recruited for a, a job uh, that night at Iron Claw Tower. Uh, I assume has to do with the party and the the people who are attending it. So um, he is, you know, a curious guy and wants to see where this goes and is hoping it's a chance for him to strike back at those. Uh, Nazis and Jeremiah. Uh, well, Jeremiah in this world, he his uh, moniker Spirit Hawk, and he's one of the um, superheroes, so to speak, in the UT military arm. You know, is is a prominent figurehead at Ironclaw Industries, and uh, has been smoozing with some of the people that have made their appearances for this dinner, including the Duke, who he's going to be uh, related to shortly, and. The Axis uh, uh, gentleman, Fenris. And it's your sister who is uh, betrothed to the Duke. Yes. Ayana is the one that is getting married. Very good. And uh, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm taking the approach that if she's happy, I'll be I'm happy too. Jeremiah. It's, uh, you know, it's it's, you know, getting on up to, uh, you know, close to to the dinner. And you're you're in your apartment uh, getting ready, and uh, your lovely bride is there as well. And she looks amazing in her uh, gown. Um, you know, she's got her her hair you know tied in the traditional uh, style, and I mean, just amazing. You are a very fortunate man. I I, uh, I, I laugh and I say, you know, it's not good to show up the bride to be. She smiles. She says, "Your your sister is amazing. Uh, I, I I I pale in her light." Well, maybe because you didn't grow up with her. <laughs> she laughs. She goes, "And and you're you're easy on the eyes as well." I have my moments. Uh, tell me what your traditional garb might be. What your formal wear might look like. I would assume because it's it's kind of a multinational thing. Yes. Because we've got the duke, we got the duke there, and we've got the axis there. That it's going to be a black a black tie kind of affair. Correct. And so that's probably what we're wearing. So you know, in the Rainsboro uh, funeral, you know, you guys wore like uh, uh, tribal colors on your necktie and your your you know, pocket square. Um. So would you have perhaps a a tribal uh, you know. What do they call those things? It's like a you wear it across from your shoulder to your hip. You know, I, I don't want to call it a sash, but it's uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the name of it, but that's probably reasonable. Okay. So like, um, yeah. also, I would also have some kind of. I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I probably also have some things around my wrists uh-huh. that kind of are more tribal, like leather straps, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, beadwork, something like that. Gotcha. Um, and does Jeremiah wear his hair long? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know, she comes over and she's she's you know s- you know straightening out your uh, your 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 getup. You hear uh, voices down the hall, and your sister is here. Strangely enough, she is breathtaking. She, you know, also is, is dressed in in traditional wear, but you know, she's wearing the more a, a much more tribal centric design than you are. And and you know, of course, you know, of course, it's modernized and whatnot. But uh, uh, she is just stunning, you know. And you've you've never seen your sister that way before. Well. I guess she's. I guess. I guess Rain's white. You do kind of clean up occasionally. She's like, well, thank you, brother. She says, so you you met the Duke today? Yes. Yeah. I I, I had a chance to speak with him a little bit. What did you think? <sighs> it's hard to get a read. Um, he's kind of in an awkward place. Um, I got the impression he wasn't real happy that the Axis was here. Who is other than than father? Well, we 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 live in the world we live in. And realities are what they are. Yeah, he he seems all right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I offered an invitation to maybe sneak him out and get him a beer. You know, <laughs> kind of just see what kind of a guy he really is if, he, if he'll let loose. And uh, he said he'd get back to me. So I, I don't know. To be determined. She nods. She says, well, I'm eager to meet him. Yeah, he'll be there. Uh, don't be weirded out by his buddy. His buddy? Yeah, you know the Aquians, they have those water guys. Oh, yes, the Elemental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He'll be splashing around probably at the party. That should be interesting. Yeah, well, you know, just try try not to look surprised. (laughs) I'll do my best. All right. So uh, Rain, you know, ushers her out of the room to, you know, take her and get her ready for her thing. And she she turns to face you and she's, you know, Rain says, uh, she says, I'll meet you there. Uh, I remember, I, yeah, I got a work thing that's in the middle of the dinner and yeah, I'm sorry about that. But if I have to sneak away, it's not cause I'm bored. I understand. All right. Good deal. But we have a date hereafter. <laughs> okay. She goes in and don't let work come in between that. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Aaron, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I, I'm bringing a briefcase with some things that I'm going to need for the thing with uh, with Carl. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll describe that if we get to that when we get to that scene. If we do. Okay. Uh, so Joseph, you arrive at Ironclaw uh, Towers. Yes. You uh, are wearing the servant attire for the evening, or the the wait staff attire, I should say, which Absolutely. which seems a little strange for you because you know you don't have much skill waiting tables. But uh, you, you were provided with a security pass and whatnot that will allow you to get into the uh, the the wait uh, staff area. And so what's, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. Yeah. So you know, you're you're in the kitchen and you're you know the uh, the uh, head waiter is kind of going through you know the way things are going to work for the evening, and uh, you guys are are directed to serve drinks and take appetizers and all this kind of fun stuff. And then, you know, a portion of you guys will be going into the uh, dining room and, you know, you're just like, OK. And, you know, so far it's it's just pretty much a straight uh, gig. One of the uh, waiters uh, sidles up next to you and he's like, wait, many tables. Oh, a few. 
He nods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yourself? Um, not as many as one would think to get a job like this, if you know what I mean. Uh, you know, I, I think I might. Uh, you and I have gotten a promotion. Okay. And so security. Oh yeah. And, uh, if you'll, uh, follow me, I'll get you hooked up. I'll follow him. Okay. So, uh, y'all go, go, uh, out through the the kitchen and, and, and down this hallway and you come into this room, <clears throat> you can see that there are uh, two men who have been taken care of, as it were. Per- permanently taken care of or temporarily yes, taken uh, care of? Okay. permanently taken care of. Okay. He shuffles them off in- into the closet and locks it, and uh, you got- have their uniforms. Okay, I'll get dressed. And uh, you have their, their identity cards the whole bit. And uh, he says, this will gain us uh, further access. We'll still be in the uh, in and around the event, but uh, we need to be frosty and alert for 8 o'clock. And what, what, what should I be prepared to do at 8 o'clock? Um, I will be in receipt of a package yes. that uh, uh, you and I need to get out of the building. Do you expect much opposition to our leaving? Hopefully, the, the things will work work well enough that uh, it shouldn't be a problem. But it will be chaotic, I'm sure. Okay. And now, uh, am, 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 Aaron, am I armed when I took the security guard? Yes. Now uh, you have uh, a, a taser. You don't have a, a firearm, okay. but you have a taser. And was I able to to bring in as as a waitstaff? Was I able to a procru- you know acquire a sharp knife from the Absolutely. kitchen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. That was not a problem. Got it. So you've okay. got got something stabby and uh, something sparky. Very good. And this guy I'm working with is he is he Anglo as well? He is. And he speaks with a you know, normal English. Yes, he 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 speaks like someone who's spent more than a few years here in Sipawaya. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got that that the traditional you know white guy Sipawayan accent. Okay. Whatever that might be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he can start talking to you about Bastin. Bastin. <laughs> Betty. Yes. So uh, you and Rec have uh, you know gotten all dressed. You're you're all you know shined up and pretty, and uh, heading out to uh, the uh, the Iron Claw Tower, and you're mm-hmm. uh, in your limo, you know, uh, moving through the streets, and 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 Joseph is, is is you know kind of experiencing the same thing you did, you know, uh, looking out, seeing just these these sparkling, gleaming city, you know, really kind of you know assimilating how starkly different it is from from life overseas yeah it's a uh, certainly a sight to behold isn't it he says there's there's really uh something to be said for not having had a war on your shores for over 200 years it's a good point but uh you know there's no place like home he smiles wherever that may be indeed so what time is it aaron uh it's coming up it's uh after seven okay but i'm assuming i want to be seen going in absolutely and y'all are going to go in yes so, uh and y'all pull up in front of the uh the towers and you can see the limo ahead of you is uh letting out uh, baron fenris and his three sons huh. there's the baron and his boys his strangely similar boys <laughs> identical triplets Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does one accomplish that? He laughs. <laughs> so uh, uh, y'all step out of the car, and the Baron uh, sees Rack and says, Oh, Joseph, how are you? 
And, uh, you know, Joseph says, oh, Baron, good to see you. And, you know, shakes hands, throws on his best, uh, you know, fake smile, you know, and, and seems very warm. It's one of the things that you've always kind of marveled about Joseph is his ability to work so well with people he can't stand. You know, and you know, you know that Joseph would would appreciate nothing more than to drive a a a, a sword right through this guy's heart, and uh, you know, but you know, they're they're acting like they're old friends. Hmm. Well, I you know, I stay a couple steps behind as per uh, proper social requirements. So one of the boys uh, is is giving you the up down. You know, he's mm-hmm. checking you out, and he says, uh, he says, so. Uh, how long have you worked for Mr. Wreck? So I uh, scratch my eye with my middle finger. <laughs> and, uh, I say long enough. He, he the the gesture seems to be lost on him, and he says, uh, "Perhaps uh, we can dance later this evening." We'll see. I've got a pretty full dance card. He says, "Well, we'll see." He smiles, and the other two are kind of you know smiling like you know, "Hey, uh, look, our, our brother's going to dance with the pretty girl," and. Uh, you guys go up through the red carpet area era and you know, this is all being covered by, you know, the entertainment news and uh, the, the foreign press and all of that. And I mean, it's, it's all paparazzi and though much more controlled than you would experience here in our world uh, because, you know, the UT doesn't, doesn't let the paparazzi get out of control here. Um, so, you know, lots of, of flash photography and, and, uh, you know, greeting people and, you know, Baron Fenris is stopping, talking to some entertainment news reporter, you know, this Dennis Dane fellow reporting for, uh, 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 UTE, the entertainment channel. You guys go in, uh, once inside, you know, you guys are, are taken up in the elevator to, to the big ballroom and the place is packed. And just tons of people and visiting dignitaries and and all of that. And uh, Joseph says, uh, perhaps you would like to uh, powder your nose. I was thinking the same thing. And I give him a wink and a peck on the cheek and I uh, make my way off. Okay. We'll come back to you. The Duke, you have arrived uh, at the Towers. And you know, you've got again your entourage with you, and uh, you know Cousteau close at hand, and uh, you know your your security uh, men as well as you know attaches and what what excuse me whatnot. And you're in the ballroom, and the place is packed, and you see the Baron and his sons, and you see Yosef Rek, and you see uh, you know people from from various countries. You see the Soviet uh, ambassador. Uh, you know, the place is just lousy with ambassadors. Right. I mean, this is a big damn deal. This is this is like you know, it's exactly what it is. It's it's the the uh, you know children of of two very strong nations joining. Uh, this is a big damn deal. And everybody who wants to curry favor with the powers at play are here, which is to say, everybody's here. I am. Uh, I'm chatting with Cousteau for a moment. And I'll say, uh, Cousteau, I have been uh, I have been invited by my future brother-in-law Jeremiah to uh, venture out and uh, enjoy a beverage with him at some point. Indeed, sir. Yes. Now I know I know you will bristle at this, but I intend to go out without my entourage. Perhaps I could come along. Uh, I don't. I think I would like to go on my own, sir. I'm I, uh, comfortable with this. Well, I knew I knew you would be, but I, I'd like to I'd like to know these people without the uh, 
without the filter of their aristocracy. Um, so I'd like for you to arrange for me some clothing, something pedestrian yet uh, tasteful. Um, How soon are you wanting to embark on this endeavor? I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe later tonight. I'm not sure. So I, I should I have it. I should have it available here then. Yes, please. And I'll speak to Jeremiah at some point tonight and try to figure out exactly when we will be leaving. Very well, sir. I I, I caution you that this seems an undue risk given the parties at play here. I'm certain well, we can trust, you know, Mister Mister Ironclaw. But there are other factions here that would love to set you apart from others. Well, maybe, but you know I can handle myself. Uh, and I know you've accused me many times of being, what, are they, what do they call it here? Too hands-on, I believe is the term. Mm. But nevertheless, that is my nature. Very well, sir. Very well. I will, I will have that coordinated. I'll have it waiting here for you. Thank you, Cousteau. He, he you know, seems very uncomfortable <laughs> and uh you know provides a sidelong glance as uh you know he steps away to uh, uh make those arrangements but uh, he, he, se- he seems very uncomfortable with that okay and i will be looking for an opportunity to talk to jeremiah when i when i might have it okay um Jeremiah, you enter into the ballroom, um, and you know again the place is packed, and you see all the ambassadors and you know all the the, the various uh, uh, you know power players you know in world politics here. I mean this is this is like I said, it's a big darn deal. The uh, ballroom looks out across the uh, the the harbor and the island, and you know it's it's again it's a spectacular view. The sun has already you know started to melt down. Uh, a, to the west, and so while you don't have a view to it because it looks out onto the east, you can still see the the buildings and the the skyline illuminated by the setting sun. So, uh, you know, it's it's very uh, you know very atmospheric. And uh, immediately at, at to your right, your uh, drink, sir. Uh, no, no, not not just yet. It's a little early for me. They're uh, you know trundling around uh, glasses of wine uh, and you know hors d'oeuvres. You see you know several hors d'oeuvre uh, platters go go running past you. I um, I'm scanning the room for uh, Carl. Okay, and you see him way off in the uh, way off uh, uh, to the wall, looking re- really uncomfortable with his you know laptop bag. Okay, I I tell one of the waiters discreetly give this note to uh to that gentleman over there. The 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 waiter nods and heads off. Uh, do I see the duke? Uh, you do, you do. He okay. is uh, he has just finished a conversation with his uh, water elemental assistant, and uh, you see the the elemental uh, looks kind of sidelong at the duke and and glances over your way before he walks away. Are we still mingling, kind of? Yes. Like, oh, yeah, nobody's sitting. sitting. Yeah, okay. no, nobody's sitting. This is the uh, this is the mingle and greet part of the evening. There'll there'll be a dramatic entrance of your sister at some yeah. point, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and your you know and her entourage, which includes your wife. Okay, uh, I'll I'll make my way over there. Okay, so you venture over, um, uh, Duke Eros. Yes. Describe to me how you're attired this evening. I neglected. Okay. He is he is attired in the formal uh, noble dress of the Aquians. He's wearing he's wearing, of course, a uh, a floor length cloak. He's wearing a a corslet of uh, very fine scale mail. 
he's wearing a white uh, he's wearing a white kilt much like you'd see like an egyptian type kilt and uh, um wearing high strapped sandals and care and carrying this huge golden staff of his office and that's your trident staff yeah your big pokey stick yep <laughs> well no but it, <laughs> no that's something different but <laughs> it's, it's actually a back scratcher <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um okay so and and do i recall correctly that he wears a beard yes he's got a very finely trimmed black beard mustache mm-hmm. um so uh you know jeremiah walks over to you jeremiah a nice little, nice little shindig, I see. Yes, quite. It's quite enjoyable. Um, I was meaning to talk to you. When uh, when might we venture forth for that drink that you mentioned? Um. Well, I, I kind of pull at the collar. It's like if I try to sneak away with one of the guests of honor tonight, uh, that would not go over well at family dinner. <laughs> so it probably cannot be tonight, but I'm thinking tomorrow evening when some of these people have, uh, you know, gotten it out of their system, that's mm-hmm. probably when we should do that. Are you, are you down for that? Uh, you didn't, you didn't answer I, me right. So, okay. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I am, if I, if I think that means that I, uh, am agreeable. Yes. Um, yes. Are you, are you agreeing to the terms, Duke? I am. I would find it quite enjoyable to mix amongst the people. Outstanding. Um, well, I I um I just want to take a moment and let you know that uh you're going to be in for a treat in about oh, 10 minutes from now. So do you uh do you refer to the imminent arrival of my betrothed? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that might be what I'm referring to in this endeavor. Excellent. And I'm smiling like I like this is not how I. T- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to establishing a bond with your family. Yes, I'm sure you and you and Dad have have talked about like the whole political thing, and that's his bag. I'm I'm not going to get into that. Um, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, well, perhaps you mistake me. I mean, uh, I sense I sense a certain nobility amongst your people. I sense that I uh, that I uh, will enjoy our association beyond any political alliance that may be built. I nod. I'm like, good, good. I uh, I, I I hope that's the I hope that's how we, how it works out. I say. Um, you'll have to excuse me though. I have to uh, I have to go talk to that person. And of I'm kind of I'm kind of pointing at like the Russian ambassador for some reason. Well, and and you see her ambassador, uh, Soviet ambassador Anastasia Kutuzov, is okay. uh, mixing with uh, a, a couple of the the Nigerian ambassador, etc. And uh, you going over to visit with her? Yeah, um, I actually I, I kind of clapped the Duke on the shoulder, which is a little uncouth, but I'm I'm not really royalty, so I do <laughs> that. And I I head over. Okay. <laughs> She, you know, the the uh, the ambassadors immediately stop their conversation in favor of addressing you. You know, uh, as you come over there. Oh, Jeremiah, good to see you. Uh, hey, hey, everybody, how, uh, having a having a good time? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I haven't seen you. you know, the uh, Kutuzov is talking, and she's like, I haven't seen you uh, since the ambassadorial dinner last year. You don't tend to make it out to the political dinners. Dad, Dad would say that I'm I'm not quite polished enough for a lot of that, and <laughs> I kind of laugh. But it's hard um, to avoid when it's being held at your house. There's true enough. Light laughter. <laughs> true enough, I say. Um, 
uh, Ambassador, did you get the did you get the uh, packet of information I sent about the pharmaceuticals and the etc.? I did, I did. Thank you. We're we're currently reviewing it. I'm sorry, I didn't have uh, much of an opportunity to get into it today, but uh, I, I expect we'll have a response for you tomorrow. I appreciate you sending that over as timely as you did. Outstanding. Well, listen, I I have to go uh, be social, so <laughs> I kind of I smile and say have, have a good time. Thank you. And you know the other ambassadors, you know, uh, uh, say their goodbyes or you know your farewells as you walk away. Meanwhile, Carl. A waiter comes over, and, and you have you been uh, drinking or eating? I've been eating appetizers, but not really. Like, if I drink anything, it's just water. So you've got this handful of wadded-up napkins from all the appetizers they keep handing you, and you can't figure out what to do with this, you know, fistful of, uh, of, of used napkins. Uh, and another waiter walks up, and he hands you a slip of paper. He says, uh, this is from uh, Mr. Ironclaw. Thank you. Um, can you do something with these? He he takes – yes, sir. He takes it and puts them on the, the platter and walks away. Good. I'll, uh, I unfold the note and read it. What, what does the note say? The, the note says, I need someone under your department's smartphone for this um, endeavor – for the uh, project tonight. I said it could be yours, but only if you don't value it too much. I had anticipated something like that might be needed, so I've got a few spare things in my uh, in my laptop bag. Okay. All right, and you're watching the clock. It's you know you you've got um, you know several several minutes before you need to squire him away. Okay, I am enjoying the food and just kind of uh, looking around at all the people I don't normally. You know, this type of a social event isn't something I'm normally at, so. I'm just taking it all in. So, uh, and the food is top notch, and you can only imagine that the liquor is uh, is even better. And yeah. you know, perhaps after the your your eight o'clock appointment, things might uh, uh, you might have an opportunity to celebrate. But uh, right now, it makes sense that you're keeping a level head and carb loading. Betty, you have gone off to uh, powder your nose. Now, prior to coming, you have been provided with a full detailed layout of the Iron Claw Tower. So even though you have never personally visited these spaces, you've got a really good idea of where things are. This bathroom, is there – is it a multi-purpose bathroom or a multi, multi-purpose bathroom? Yes, there are multiple stalls. But it's those really nice stalls that you see at the, like the nicer hotels with a you know, full-length door. On the stall, and the stall is actually fully walled in, so it's complete privacy inside the stall. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm going to step into one of the stalls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, it, is there perhaps like a like a little cabinet or closet or something with uh, bathroom cleaning materials? Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. All right, uh, I'm going to take a look in there real quick, see if there's an out of order sign that I could put on the stall. There is. All right. Well, I'm going to put it on the, the front door of the stall. Okay. You know, go in, and I'm going to uh, take off my my gown, um, and I have again my uh, my hair trigger, not my hair trigger. I have my teleportation suit under it. I, I was the first one who made the mistake. Um, I, <laughs> no I surprise. Have, yeah, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Bathroom stalls are nice. Someone's gonna come in and knock me out any second now. That's right. Um, no, so I have my teleportation suit, which is really more of just like a a corset type right. thing. Um, you know, that way it can, it can be under the clothing. And I, uh, you know, I, knowing the layout, um, I kind of, uh, you know, and with the materials I have, I'm assuming, uh, do they have security cameras? 
in the stall? No, I mean it, where I'm going. You would imagine that there's some kind of security up there. But if you were in the hallways leading up to the family apartments, there would be there would be uh, cameras out there. But most likely there are not active cameras inside the actual family homes you know, because they, they cherish their privacy. So if you're walking up to the door, most likely you're going to be on camera. But if you're on the other side of the door, you would not be on camera. Well, and given the fact that I've already received the layouts and I know that they're at the party because I've seen at least Jeremiah right. I've seen at the party. I haven't seen his sister or even uh, Papa Ironclaw yet, but I'm going to assume that I can teleport into Jeremiah's home. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to do it there. You teleport into uh, these lovely, lovely uh, apartment space. I mean, it's gigantic. Uh, and you think back to the homes you know, in, in Holland that you're familiar with and, and just – you know, there's no there, the opulence that, that the Iron Claws uh, uh, demonstrate is far and away from anything you're familiar with. You know, certainly you're familiar with it in terms of you know the work that you do, but in terms of your own personal space, uh, you're used to something much much tighter, uh, much smaller, as opposed to the grand scale in which the Iron Claws live. Wow. Yeah, I just kind of uh, take a, a gander at everything. I mean, it's just, again, like you said, opulent. And, you know, Joseph is, uh, he's well-to-do, or Yosef is well-to-do, but, you know, not, not, a, not, he's not royalty. Well, and he doesn't spend his money that way. Mm-hmm. Yosef is, is very much a, uh, you know, a charitable giver. He, you know, the, the, the money that he makes that he doesn't reinvest into his organization, uh, goes into, you know, different relief efforts, you know, and helping the displaced and helping those who have been, you know, harmed by the, by the cold war that exists between, uh, uh, the Soviets and the Nazis. You know, he is very much a generous benefactor of many causes, both known and unknown. Well, you know, given my familiarity with the family, you know, Jeremiah has, you know, I'm assuming what I know he's adopted. Does he know he's adopted? Yes, that's public knowledge. Okay. So I would know he's adopted. And, you know, really, you know, given his public persona or lack thereof, it's really more Papa Ironclaw. It's really more Patrick Ironclaw that I have the issue with. Right. Um, I'd prefer to place the bomb in his home. But it, can I see his home from here? Can I see if it's empty? Um, you don't know if it's empty, but uh, you know that it's on the same floor. It's too risky. I just I don't want to take the risk. Okay. Um, now, can I tell if this home is empty? You you do you have notice? Uh, I believe I have something. <laughs> <laughs> tell me you took notice in the alternate reality poll. I have investigation. <laughs> um, you can roll me a d4 and a d6 minus two. Paul, are you kidding me? <laughs> he's learned. He's learned absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> All right, hold on. A D four and a D six minus, minus two. two, and your your difficulty is a four. All right, I've got a four, and you rolled a four. I rolled a four. Okay, you uh, you sense that no one's here. Um. All right. Well, I'm going to. I'm just going to place the bomb like near uh now you have several choices you could place yes. it in one of the bedrooms you could place it uh you know and, and you 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 observe that there are at least three bedrooms uh, you would know this from the from the plan so there are three bedrooms there's a common living area there's a kitchen you know you could you could you could place it in any of those places so, wait what was the last one uh, you you've got common areas you've got the kitchen and you've got you know bathrooms and you've got uh, three bedrooms I think I'm gonna place it in a common area um 
you know, it, it is meant to be a distraction. So I want to make sure, you know, the common area, I'm assuming lots of windows, sure, probably visible from the party. That's correct. It's got a beautiful view. Okay, so the, I will place it in that common area. Okay, um, you know, probably now, under a dining room table or something. Now the uh, the family space is located above where the ballroom is, uh, not directly above. It's a few stories above it, but you know, certainly if there's an explosion here, it's going to be felt down in the uh, ballroom. Well, I mean, when you say felt, do you mean? Well, no, it's it's not designed to be a massive bomb, so it's not expect. It's just going to be they'll it'd be like a, a crack of thunder. You know, okay. well, I, 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 I meant felt in, in terms of people will sense it. They'll know it. They'll know that it's happened. That works for me. It is meant to be a distraction. Okay, so you're placing it in the family room. Correct. Okay, you place it, and what do you do now? Um, well, I'm going to uh, teleport back to my stall. Okay, so you 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 place the Nazi bomb and uh, teleport back to your stall. You successfully uh, uh, get back into your gown mm-hmm. and. Uh, all is well. Head back to the party. Wash my hands and head back to the party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joseph. Yes. You are, you know, one of the, the security men attached to uh, the party. And you've actually been in the room for several minutes now. Uh, they're in the, uh, in the uh, uh, ballroom. And okay. I mean, place, I mean, you're, uh, I can only imagine what's on your mind as you see all of these power figures uh, wandering the ballroom. Probably making a list of uh, corrupt, corrupt, really corrupt, evil, evil and corrupt. <laughs> um, you know, you can see the you know, Soviet ambassador, obviously Baron Fenris and his sons. You can see you know, Jeremiah Ironclaw, Duke Aris from, from the Aquian Empire, you know, just various diplomatic liaisons, you know, all acro- across the space as well as business leaders. Place is crazy I'm, with power. I'm going to keep my. I mean, obviously, there probably won't be any really sensitive business going on because there's so many people around. But with my kind of knack for languages and my my wide variety, I'm going to listen for anything uh, of particular interest. I might sure. overhear. Sure, and you know, lots of conversations going on that you're just kind of you know earmarking for uh, you know further consideration. You hear you know that some music kicks up. And you know, it kind of draws everyone's attention, and uh, Patrick Ironclaw comes walking through the doors. Corrupt and evil, got it. <laughs> and a big smile. He's got the you know the the proud father look on his face, and he's like, "Friends, representatives, welcome to our home this evening. Welcome to the birth of a new relationship between the United Tribes and the Aquian people." Welcome, my friends, to a proud moment of a father giving him to another household. Welcome. And there's applauding, applauding, applauding. And uh, <laughs> the, the, the music swells and in comes uh, what, who can only be Patrick Ironclaw's daughter, Ayana. And she is breathtakingly gorgeous. Mm. I mean, it's all you can do not to just, you know, drop your jaw. I mean, it, she's crazy pretty, and she is uh, in amongst her, her 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 entourage of friends who are also not not a uh, not an unattractive woman amongst them. So cor- corrupt but hot. Got exactly, it. and you know they're all just you know, but but she above them all is breathtaking, and uh, Duke Aris, you. Uh, you you see her for the first time, and of course you've seen you know images of her, but never seen her live, and she is amazing. 
Yeah, I figure the Duke's seen a lot of pretty women in his day, but he's probably visibly taken aback. Yeah, I mean, she is she is amazing. And, and you know, any concerns that you might have had <laughs> uh, about this uh, this union, uh, you know, seem to have receded somewhat because. <laughs> I, there is just something about her. I mean, it's almost like there are birds singing around her. <laughs> wow. I, I hear the carpenters playing in the background. That's right. <laughs> Why do birds suddenly appear <laughs> anytime you are near? <laughs> just like that. Um, Patrick steps over to her and takes her by the hand and walks her over to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, he says, Duke Eris, I would like to introduce you to my darling daughter, Ayana. And you know, she smiles and, and looks up at you. You're a little bit taller than she is. And uh, she says, it's a pleasure to meet you, my Duke. Well, I will, I will bow very deeply before her. I was told that the sun of the surface world was dazzling, but it dims next to your radiance. She smiles. You're very kind. Pat you on the hand. <laughs> She says, you two are, are quite grand. No, no, no. I, I'm, I am but a humble servant of my father. She says, as am I. Mm. Well, we have that in common then. She, she, she reaches up and almost like she can't help herself and she touches the side of your face. Mm-hmm. And she's looking into your eyes and she says, I was told your people are blind. It is true. Here in your world, we, uh, we cannot see as you do. But I was uh, I was given some uh, some technological help. She says, "Well, I'm 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 glad that you can see me and that I can see you." Oh, I'm uh, I'm exceedingly glad that I can see you, my lady. You know, Patrick Ironclaw, you know, throws his arms wide behind the both of you. Please congratulate my daughter and her soon-to-be husband on their betrothal. And again, another round of applause. I'll uh, tell her, my lady, I have a gift for you, if I could be so bold. I, I, I just I, I do enjoy gifts. <laughs> I'll motion to Cousteau to step forward. Cousteau steps forward. Okay, he'll be carrying a very ornate box, and I'll open it, and inside is a tiara. And I'll take it out, and I'll say, "This uh, this piece of jewelry is symbolic of betrothal in my family, and it has been for many generations. It's made of the finest crystallized coral." And it is set with fire gems from an abyssal volcanic rent. She says it's lovely. Would you allow me the honor of placing it upon your head? She bows her head so that you can do so. I will put it on her head, and then my uh, my official duty has been performed. If it's at all possible, she even looks uh, brighter and more brilliant with it on. Glasses of wine are provided, and, and you know, again, more applause, and people are coming up to congratulate y'all on the betrothal. Patrick Ironclaw announces that the wedding is to occur two days from tonight. Why wait around? Exactly. Carl, it's time. All right. Uh, where is – so I'm looking for Jeremiah now. Yeah, and you see him not too far from where Patrick is. Okay. I'll, uh, I kind of make my way over there and uh, see if I can get his attention without causing any kind of scene. Okay. So you're over there uh, where Jeremiah is? Yep. Not not too far from where Patrick Ironclaw is, but he doesn't seem to have noticed you. And that's how I'm trying to keep it. Psst. Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just tickled me. <laughs> Jeremiah. Uh, it, okay, I look over. 
I uh, I point down to my to my watch. I give him a look like really right now. <laughs> I give this really deer in the headlights. Sorry. All right. I I lean in. Oh, I lean into to pops, and I uh, said I gotta I gotta go take care of that business. I'll, I'll, I should be back soon. Okay. So y'all uh, step out. Yep. Okay. So uh, y'all step off into a uh, small room uh, off of the main boardroom. It's a smaller meeting room. Uh, main con- It's off of the conference room, I mean. So you step into this uh, small meeting room. And uh, Carl, what you doing? I, I pull out the laptop bag. I get uh, everything all set. I've got a, uh, a spare smart- smartphone sitting there on the table. I actually had a spare laptop because I wasn't sure what he was going to need. And uh, I get all hooked up, logged in through the VPN, and... Uh, is that is that someone someone's smartphone? It's a spare. No, 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 you, Carl. I need somebody's. It has to mean something, Carl. I, ah. I, so, like, take out your SIM card and give me your phone. I I go ahead and do that. Okay, and I hand him the 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 backup. It's like here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I pull out of my uh, I pull out of my uh, my suitcase that I brought. Um, a couple of candles, uh, uh, like a we- woven rug, um, and a like a small like setup that's like a table. It's about a foot, maybe like it, it folds out to about a foot high. And I start getting ready to cast. Um, I also have a terabit drive okay. that I have next to me, and we're gonna see how this works. If we get to that point, okay. I'm getting ready. Okay, so you're getting ready to, uh, you know, cast the spell, Carl. You're activating the uh, the uh, program. Yep, the new security measures are uh, are going into play. The new site's going up, and uh, the code is ready to be infused with magic. Okay. So, uh, and tell me, will you do you infuse it once somebody activates, you know, uh, hits the site, or do you do you front load it? Uh, I'm wanting to see it. I'm wanting to see it front loaded. So as soon as, because uh, basically we're making this look like a very tempting target, like sure. we're protecting it. Right. So I want any time someone hits it, we want to know. Okay. So uh, you know, you you hit uh, you hit the uh, the the go live on it, and it's up to you now, Jeremiah. Okay. Um, I am trying to summon a spirit uh, spirit animal. Okay. Preferably a wolf. Okay. So am I going to roll my spellcraft? Yes. Okay. And you've got a high difficulty here. I'm giving you a nine. Okay. Uh, a six is not going to do it. I'm going. I am spending a penny. Okay. Six explodes. Six explodes. Fourteen. Very good. Good deal. Yeah. So I have a I have a spirit wolf, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have attached it to the uh, to the program. Um, I want it out in front. Of, I like want it live for now because mm-hmm. I need to explain. To, I need to explain the rules to it. So your intent is to uh, wait for the trap to be sprung, and then you'll deploy the wolf. I'm I'm going to tell the wolf its its job, which is to track down those that are stealing from the tribe. I'm going to put it in the terabyte drive. I'm going to give it to Carl to upload, and I'm going to tell him to follow anything that takes something from us and report back to your home, which I've already pre-programmed the terabit drive to know the IP for uh, 
Ironclaw Securities, you know, at, you know, Ironclaw and whatever dot com, you know. So basically it's going to, in theory, it's going to find out the digital intrusion, track it down and then come back and tell us the IP of the asshat that did it. Very good. Okay, so you have educated the wolf. I hope it works, you know. (laughs) So you have educated the wolf, and you've loaded him to the terabyte. Yeah. And uh, handed that over to Carl. How's Carl taking that, by the way? Um, He's very hopeful about this. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we've – I want to thank you again for your help, sir. We have tried everything to catch this guy, and uh, I really – I think this is our best shot at it. There is no way that someone – you know, a hacker like this will be expecting magic. All of a sudden. You know, the lights dim and flicker for a moment. Dust kind of falls from the ceiling. And you can hear the fire alarm start going off. Uh, I get up immediately and head towards back to where we were. Okay. So you, you enter in the ballroom, and the ballroom is suddenly chaos. And you can see out from the, the wall-long windows, you can see smoke and debris falling past the windows. And you see the security team is mobilizing, and the room is going into lockdown mode. You know, the Baron is gathering his, his sons up to him. If shit's going crazy. Joseph. Yes, sir. Okay, so you, you hear the boom, you know, yes. and the, the room shakes. Uh, all of a sudden, you see your your buddy, you know, yeah. who's across the room, speaks yeah. into his microphone, you know, acknowledges an order, and he tosses a nod to you, and he steps out of the room. Uh, I assume that nod means I am to follow him, so I will uh, hustle across the room, cutting through people, okay. and uh, you know, saying, "Remain calm, remain calm," and you know, head towards that door. You and you do so, and he meets you on the other side, and he he he. He says, look, we got to be quick about this. We don't have much time. Let's go. And y'all start, you know, dashing down the hallway, you know, again, as, uh, you know, you can hear the, the sirens going off and you can hear, you know, people, uh, you know, urgent voices, that kind of thing. We'll come right. back to you. Betty, you're over there uh, next to, you've just returned to wreck as the, uh, you know, bomb went off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he appears very concerned. He's like, I, I, are you all right? Are you all right? Uh, absolutely not, not a problem he says well stay close to me lord knows what's going to happen next <laughs> yeah and so uh, yeah I, I just stay close uh, as soon as i hear that bomb go off i i jump up uh brandishing that uh that staff i have and i, I get right in front of uh, ayana and i say stay behind me my lady and i'm looking for any potential threat that might be coming my way uh, entourage is fully gathered up around you, circling Ayana, uh, etc. You see that uh, one of her entourage slips away, uh, and it's you recognize her as you'd been previously introduced as Jeremiah's wife, and mm. she's you know rushing across the room. Um, so you've got you know your folks gathered up to you, Jeremiah. You return to the room. Uh, you can see again it's chaos and, and whatnot, and uh, the room is just nuts with people. And you see uh, your your father is working across the room, and he's like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I, I, I guess I, I – so who, did my wife leave the room? Uh, you, you, it takes you a second to find her. You see where she has uh, uh, left the company of the Duke and is rushing towards uh, uh, Patrick Ironclaw. Okay, I head that way too. Okay. So the two of you rush up, and you, you hear as the uh, – the uh, uh, 
head of security is, is you know briefing on what happens. Is there was an explosion, sir. We're not sure what caused it, but it appears to be in the in the family apartments upstairs. And she and before she can ask, Ironclaw asks, says, "Which apartments?" And he's like, "They appear to be your son's, sir." And he's like, "Well, which son?" He's like, Jeremiah's. And you know, Nestor is is coming up. You know, he had been here earlier. You know, chatting up some of the the various ambassadors and whatnot. And he's like, "Oh my God, was anybody in there?" And we, well, we believe everyone was down here. You could see Rain is 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 looking pretty freaked out. She's like, "We've we've 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 got to find James." Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, where is he? He, he was he was with the caretaker, but I, I'm not sure where she is. She shouldn't have been there. She should have been in, in the uh, in the nursery down the hall. But we just need to be sure. All right, you check the nursery. I'll 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 follow the security team up. She heads out. Patrick Ironclaw, you know, steps back. You know, uh, Jeremiah's going upstairs. Uh, you know, Rain heads out. He, Patrick Ironclaw steps in front of the uh, the conference the, the 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 ballroom and he's like, "Everyone, please remain calm. We've had a little incident upstairs. I'm sure it'll all be uh, ironed out here in just a few moments. Uh, so, you know, in the interim, please just enjoy yourselves. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll have the situation addressed here in a moment. Let me assure you that no one is in any danger. We have this situation well in hand. Carl, are you still? Are, did you stay in the meeting room? Yeah. As soon as that's done uploading, I'm going to. Pack everything up and then head back to the to the main hall to try to figure out what's going on. So you've heard some of it, and you can hear, you know, the conversations of security personnel as they're going up and down the hallway. Do you have the computer open? Uh, yeah, it would still be open. I'm getting ready to shut it down. Okay, so t- let me. How would you know if something happened? Is it going to alert your smartphone or? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you you bundled everything up and you're you know in the hallway. You're going to go back to the ballroom and just monitor it from there, or what? Yeah, I was going to head back to the ballroom and see if uh, see if I can find out what happened with the explosion. I've been listening to the security guards, and I kind of get the uh, the impression that no one's hurt. So I don't think I need to do anything yet. Okay, so uh, uh, you you're in the ballroom and you're you know monitoring the situation. Let's see, the Duke, you're still you know guarding uh, Ayana and and uh, her entourage. That is correct. I would like to stop saying entourage at any time now. Um, <laughs> uh, so her posse, her posse, her peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, she's like, I, I think my father's men have this well in hand. I don't think that you have to stand guard. Uh, very well. I, I want to catch your brother, and I'm going to dash off towards Jeremiah as he's leaving the room. Okay, so uh, you're you're fast. You're hot on Jeremiah's heels. Uh, you mm-hmm. come up behind him and. I would like to lend my assistance. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't. He doesn't say anything. He looks back for half a second and nods, and just mm-hmm. keeps keeps running up the stairs or whatever. Okay, I'm going to follow him then. So Jeremiah, uh, you and the Duke and your men um, all make it up to up the stairs. The 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 hallway onto the uh, family floor is just thick with smoke. Just thick with smoke. I'm summoning up a gust of wind, I guess. Okay, so you are, uh, you know, gusting out the wind, mm-hmm. and uh, you see that uh, uh, the hallway is pretty undamaged, with the exception of smoke damage. Um, but you do see that the door to your your apartments has has been blown off its hinges. Um, you know, and, and as you come in, you see, you know, you 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 come in through the entryway, and you can see the smoke and heat damage there. And uh, as you step into the family room, it is just gutted, and the windows have been blasted open, and it's just, you know, 
if anybody would had been here, they would have been, you know, blown apart. Um, I'm look. I'm just making sure nobody's in here. And that you don't see anybody. Well, I I look at security. Can I go in? Is it? Yeah. All right. I I head in. Yeah. Yeah. The the floor doesn't seem uh, destroyed. It looks like it was very intense heat. You know, of course, the concussive force. Uh, and there's there's a few sparking flames, but uh, you did your, your fire suppression did kick in and take care of most of it. You come in and you're checking out the the apartments. Uh, Duke, you're of course seeing all of this at the same time. Yeah, I'm gonna stick right with him. Carl, your uh, smartphone begins to chirp. Okay, I'll check it and see if there's a address. You see that it is it your the site has been hit and you're getting an address scrolling across your screen. Okay, I'm going to duck out, quick change, and super speed to that address. Okay, we'll come back to you. Meanwhile, down the hall, Joseph and his partner uh, come rolling into a room that uh, holds a, a small nursery. Immediately, as y'all go through the door, he produces a uh, taser and tases the woman who's there, and just—I mean—just doesn't even give her an opportunity to respond. And he gathers up the uh, the small child that's in the crib there. So, so is this a Native American child? It is. And so I would know this belongs to to someone in the United Tribes hierarchy if it's hanging out here. And you would strongly suspect that the only child who'd have any business being here uh, would be uh, Jeremiah Ironclaws. So now um, one more quick question. Mm -hmm. Um, Based on my knowledge, is there any – because I know that that the UT is marrying – joining forces with the Aquians. Correct. Do I have and, and they have some alliance developing with uh, the Nazis. Oh, they do have an alliance. Yeah, developing. there is. There has been a lot of conversation that you know Baron Fenris is not in town just to uh, bear witness to the wedding of these uh, two noble houses, but also to sign a uh, treaty with uh, the United Tribes, which would be game changing because the UT has never had a formal treaty with any of the European powers to uh, support them one way or the other. So they've, all, they've always been a, a very laissez-faire, hands-off kind of uh, relationship. So my character is kind of a smart guy. Would would suspect that we're stealing this to blackmail the the Iron Claws? Uh, that would that would be uh, a, a good assumption. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, okay, as he uh, as he is he tases um, the nanny. Yeah, as he tases the nanny, uh, I'm going. This guy's Anglo, right? Right. I'm going to pull out my taser and taser him. Oh, okay. Roll. Okay. So shooting. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to give you an added difficulty because he's not expecting this. Gotcha. So you're just looking for a simple four. Right. I mean, I mean, should I do this? Am I, am I messing something up? You can do whatever you want. I know. There is nothing I, I, predetermined here. Stealing babies rubs me wrong, but I, I also don't want to mess up your plot either. You know, you can't mess up my plot. All right, because you, you have nuts. <laughs> and and we, we, all, we all know that babies are always safe in Aaron's games anyway. <laughs> That's right. Nothing is ever going to happen to this baby. I didn't take Code of Honor, but I feel like it rubs his Code of Honor. You know, women and kids, you know, kind of that whole thing. Um. All right. So uh, that explodes. Uh, so that's a two. So um, I don't add anything into this. So that'd be an eight. Okay. Because so I'm just rolling. I'm just rolling my wild die in my shooting. Correct. Yes. 
Okay. So Eight. you and you just shock him straight down, and he drops. Okay. And you hear all of a sudden you hear hear this gasp at the door. Yeah. And you turn and you see a a lovely woman dressed in uh, the formal traditional tribal wear of the UT, and uh, uh, you you believe that this is uh, Jeremiah Ironclaw's wife. I'm gonna say I'm gonna turn to her and say, "Quick, get your child." This guy was talking German, and I followed him in here. He seemed suspicious, and it looked like he was trying to kidnap your kid. Oh my God! And she dashes over uh, and gathers up gathers up the boy. I'm gonna throw the nanny over my shoulder. If she's doing that, and then I'm going to to urge her back into safety. Okay. Uh, and as I, hmm, yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay, so you're gonna take her back down towards the uh, ballroom. Well, she knows this place way better than I do because mm-hmm. I've been kind of kept in the dark. So I'm just going to urge her towards the safest, you know, a place of security and let her decide what that is. And she's heading back towards the ballroom. Are you following or are you, are you going to? Yeah, I'm going to take the nanny. No, I'm, uh, at this point, I'm carrying the nanny over my shoulder and I've got, um, I, I assume, is it taser one shot or is it, a, you know. Multiple? It's a recharge. Yeah. Okay. So I've got that out in my other hand. Okay. So uh, y'all make it back to the ballroom. And uh, Jeremiah, you have completed your sweep of uh, your apartments. I, I breathe a little bit easier, and I say, "I gotta, I gotta go back. I gotta go. I gotta get to the nursery." I say it to the Duke, and I, I don't even wait for him. I just, I head off. Yeah, and I'm, I'm right with him. Um, I'm gonna uh, just, to, just to let you know, I'm gonna be using my uh, echolocation and heightened senses just to pick up anybody who might be around if I can that shouldn't be. And you're not detecting anything. Okay. Um, you are, uh, you, you know, the, the, the room is genuinely empty. You don't sense anybody hiding about, uh, okay. you know, it seems, you know, genuinely what it, what it seems to be. Um, so you guys go ahead and back downstairs and I'm going to come back to, uh, Betty mm-hmm. and, you know, you see that, you know, things seem to be calming down a little bit. Um, you know, you can, you can see, uh, Patrick Ironclaws receiving, you know, regular updates from his people the doors open back up, and you see that uh, uh, Jeremiah Ironclaw's wife, Rain, has re-entered, and she's got uh, her her child in her arms, and she seems frantic, and you know goes dashing over to her father-in-law, who closely followed by a security guard carrying yeah. an unconscious woman, and uh, you know immediately, I mean, Ironclaw seems enraged. And you know begins barking orders at his men, and, and Ironclaw steps down to uh, Joseph. Hey. He says, "What's your name?" I'm going to hand him my taser mm-hmm. and hand him my kitchen knife, and uh, just say, uh, "My name's Joseph, and you might you, you'll just take these." And you know he he takes them. And he says, "Stay close to me. I appreciate the work you've done for my family today." Uh, yeah, you might not eventually, but uh, I'm sorry for all this. He he nods and, and he, just, he claps you on the shoulder like you know good man. Okay. So you know Betty's taken all of this in. Wreck has taken all of this in. The Baron wanders over to you know Ironclaw, and he's like, "Is there anything we can do to assist?" And Ironclaw kind of bites his 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 uh, his tongue and and he says, "I don't believe there is, Baron." Pretty tense. Um. Jeremiah, you and the Duke and your men make it back downstairs into the nursery. You see that the uh, your the crib is empty, and the uh, you see a uh, security man unconscious on the floor. Is there anybody else here? Nope. All right. Well, I try to wake the dude up. 
Um, you 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 waken him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what's going on? Where, where's my son? I don't know. We we came in here, and he's kind of stammering, looking around. We came in here, and and we were attacked. We were trying to secure the boy. Who got you? I don't know. I never saw him. They got me from behind. All right. Well, well, come with me. We got to go talk to the head of security. He nods. We head back up to the bar. Okay, so as as uh, hey, d- does Rain mention to Patrick the the guy who was unconscious in the nursery? She hasn't yet. I'll mention that to him that the the person I think who was trying to steal it was was Tate. I left him unconscious in the nursery. He he nods. Thank you for that information, and he barks an order over to one of his security men to go uh, check that out. Meanwhile, Excel arrives at the site. What kind of building is it? It is a uh, uh, a warehouse out towards the water, and uh, it's an empty warehouse. It you know it looks like there hasn't been anything housed here for a while. It's not derelict by any stretch of the imagination, but it is vacant. Okay, I'm going to uh, to head in and try searching room by room. Okay, and I imagine you're doing that at super speed. Oh yeah, you're you're searching around and and you make it to you know what was originally a break room back in the day as you enter the room at first thought you think that there's nothing here but you see a little bit of light dying out and it's it's odd because the little bit of light is coming from a dark circle on the table that is receding and just winks out hmm it was so it was like it was like almost like a hole or a tunnel uh with light coming out from it but the darkness of it closed up and just receded and went away I kind of feel the table and see. There's nothing under the table, is there? No, it's a, it's a, it's a just a regular old four leg table. That had to be some kind of magic. Damn it! I, I bet Excel hates magic. <laughs> he's. I'm kind of looking around the room to see if there's any trace of anything that's left. You see nothing. The room's just, just. You do see. I'm sorry. There are cigar ashes on the floor. And you can see, you know, now that you're kind of, you know, not super speeding anymore, uh, you can smell, you know, the scent of stale cigar. Mm. I'll, uh, I'll grab the smartphone and I'll shoot out a message to have a security team sent over to this location. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, I basically, I think they'll do a better job of forensics than I would. And I'm going to get back to the, to the party since the explosion had happened. He's, uh... Very frustrated, though, that they were gone before he got there. In the hallway leading to the ballroom, Jeremiah and the Duke and, and you know the, the, their, their guards are, are all running back to the ballroom. And you've got the security guard uh, right behind you there, Jeremiah. What's your uh, parry? <laughs> uh, seven. Seven. This is the first combat die I'm right, uh, rolling for, the, for, uh, <laughs> for this entire session. Ooh, nine. Okay, so you take a taser to the back. Okay. Uh, right into the back of your neck. And that's four points of damage, so it doesn't exceed your toughness. No. Uh, but, but you know, for the sake of tasing, you're, you're kind of, of knocked a little bit as it sparks p- past you. And all of a sudden, everybody turns and faces the guy. So the Duke, Jeremiah, and all of your guys. And one security guard with a taser. <laughs> That's right. That guy's screwed. <laughs> so do we, do we realize immediately what's happened? Yes. Okay. Initiative? All right. 
right. So I've got uh, Jeremiah, and I've got the Duke, and I've got his entourage and his security guards. Okay. So high card goes to Jeremiah. Am I stunned this round? Uh, no. No, you were just knocked a little bit for effect, but you weren't actually – you didn't take any damage or get stunned. Um, You're irritated I, though. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I I blast the shit out of the whatever this did, did this. So I turn around, I see him, and I said, that's, that's strike three. And I, I shoot him. Okay. Hopefully. Um, shooting dice. Double twos. That's awesome. You want to roll a? You want to roll a? You want to spin to Benny? You've got no, a little I, bit think, for I the think I will. Gun. Yeah, I think I will. Okay. And that's a four. Okay. Uh, you needed. Yeah, yeah, you needed a five. You want to yeah. spin one more, Benny? No. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. It's. It. I mean, it's just right there. I only have one. I'm good. This guy. This guy may have put your child in danger. To be fair, John hasn't killed anything in Knights of Rainsboro. I'll, I'll let the Duke handle this. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, Duke, you're up. All right. I'm spinning around with the staff, and I'm going to try to clock this guy in the head. Okay. And I will bellow, villain. And you need a five. Okay. Um. No, I missed. You, you want to spin to Benny? No. What is up with you guys today? This, this is crazy weird. Hey, give me a chance. I'll spin some. Okay. So, uh, you know, he, uh, you hear a crunch as he bites down on something and immediately he begins to foam at the mouth and he drops like a ton of bricks. Well, I'll run over there and see if he's alive. Um, he is, uh, fading fast. He's got seconds to live. Mm. Healing magic. Well, I'm going to grab him by the face and say, who did this? He just smiles and says, Shadow Override sends his regards, and he's out. I, I bellow, oh, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we'll end tonight. The United Tribes and Knights of Rainsboro are productions of ideologyofmadness.com. Nazis, many Nazis, were in fact harmed in the production of this podcast. Really, so many Nazis. What do you guys think? I'm not a very That's good terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I, I know you were asking the question, am I going to screw up your game, Aaron? But yeah. I don't have anything pre-decided on any of this stuff. I just throw yeah. it out there and you guys do with it what you will. Well, it's hard, it's hard to know if it's me projecting my own feelings about kids and women onto my character or if, my, if it's really my character's thing. But I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't kidnap a kid. Sure. I suspect Aaron's a good enough GM that he probably knew that you wouldn't be able to kidnap a kid. Maybe. <laughs> you know your player's uh, hot buttons. But he did sound surprised when I said I teased the guy. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought that it was a way you might go. Um, I thought you might also just argue with him. But, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I try not to predetermine. If I put too much stock on where I think you guys are going to go, I wind up getting screwed. Um, because fair. you guys usually surprise me, so I just try not to anticipate.
I, I, I thought he was going to get blown up. So, <laughs> <laughs> what your son? Yeah, yeah, me too. When when <laughs> when 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 Betty failed her notice check, and you're like, oh yeah, no one's here. You're fine. Well, I thought I was, I was really hoping that Betty would just place it in the nursery, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the baby's room, because I thought that would be more, uh, you know, not just not just a hey, you you blew up my my home, you blew up my living room, but you blew up my son's room, my son. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad to know that I'm ineffectual in combat in two universes now. 